Hello, my darlings. We are back another week. I didn't actually think I was going to be able to record this podcast this week because we have had a really poorly household. So last Friday, Zeke was sent home with a temperature of 39. <clears throat> As you can hear my voice, sorry, I wasn't very well. <clears throat> um, and gave him some cowpole. He seemed to, temperature came down, seemed to perk up. Saturday came up with a rash around his mouth. Now we've been here before. Um, in fact, twice before he's had a rash and we've called 111, they've sent an ambulance, we've gone to hospital and the doctor has said it's a viral infection, nothing can be done, lots of cowpaw and cuddles. So I wasn't too panicked when the rash came up. But I thought, you know what, you just never know, do you? So I'll call the doctor, called 111, they got us a doctor's appointment. The doctor said it's not hand, foot and mouth, which is what I thought it was, because there are currently two cases of hand, foot and mouth at Zeke's nursery. So obviously I thought, you know, it must be that. Alas, no, she said it's not. Gave us some cream for the rash, sent us home. Um, and unfortunately, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And then on top of that, the last couple of days, I've come down with a stinking cold and have had no energy, no voice, um, and just feeling like poo, um, which doesn't... It just is it's really tough. Because when you are poorly, and even though Zeke is poorly... He's not that poorly where he just wants to lie down and watch films. He still wants to play. He's a toddler who wants to explore, wants to play, you know, wants all of the, to know all of what's going on. So it's been really difficult trying to manage having a toddler and being poorly. And the way that I've managed, rightly or wrongly, I have just let him run riot in the house. He can play with what he wants, do what he wants. We haven't... Yesterday, we had a pyjama day. We didn't get out of our pyjamas. I didn't even have the energy to have a shower. I know. <laughs> but it's the truth. I didn't. So we just... I was sort of hot on the sofa, dying. He was making an absolute wreck of the joint. Um, and then I was counting down the day, the days, counting down the time till we could go to bed. Um, and then put him to bed about half past six. And then five minutes after that, came downstairs, did a quick tidy up. And then I was in bed five minutes later. I needed sleep. It's the only thing that made me feel better. And then luckily I woke up this morning and I started to feel a bit better, um, I still don't feel 100%, but definitely better within myself. So this morning I was able to, we went for a walk, I went to the post office, ran some errands, we went for breakfast, um, and yeah, just kind of had a bit of a normal morning. He's now gone down for his morning nap, and I thought this would be the perfect time to record the podcast while I've got a spare few minutes. But it's it's... It kind of has dawned on me. We've been in for like 48 hours. We haven't left the house. 
I can't imagine how people have had to isolate, whether it's through COVID or if they've been pinged or whatever it may be, have dealt with it. Because walking out the door today after 48 hours of being at home was really weird. It felt very strange. So I can't imagine what it would feel like after seven or 10 or 14 days of isolating. That must just be, gosh, it must be crazy walking out to the big wide world. And kudos and hats off to anyone that's had to do it because that must be tough. Um, And one lady on my Instagram actually said that she's been suffering with that horrible flu that's going around, not COVID, but just as bad. And she's got two little ones. And so that woman is my hero because I struggle with a cold with one little one. And the doctor, you know, she swears it's not hand, foot and mouth. I did an Instagram survey and I think over 10,000 people voted on the picture. They said it's hand, foot and mouth. Now, I realise that Instagram and myself are not medical professionals. But I promise you, the pictures and his rash looked exactly the same. So I don't know. Maybe he had a viral infection. Maybe he had hand, foot and mouth. We'll never know. But he hopefully is well enough to go back to nursery in a couple of days' time. They've basically said as long as he doesn't have a temperature, they can go back. Um, I mean, everything is spreading like wildfire. And apparently there's hand, foot and mouth. From what I've seen from all my Instagram, every kid's got it. So I don't think there's much getting away from it. But hopefully he's not contagious anymore. And hopefully... He's built up some antibodies so that if someone comes in with it, hopefully he won't catch it again. Can you catch it again? I don't know how it works. This is all brand new to me. And it is not fun. I mean, I I completely laughed off and underestimated when people would say to me, you wait till he starts nursery every single week, there'll be something, he'll be sick of coming home, sick of something. And I'm like, (laughs) whatevs. Every week he comes home and he's got a snotty nose, cough, dodgy tummy, hand, foot and mouth potentially. (laughs) I mean, it is no joke. And We're not allowed in the nursery because of COVID. So we have to like ring the doorbell and they bring the the children to the the door. So I don't know, you know, the, the cleaning protocols and what goes on in the nursery. I can only imagine that they are, because they're hot on COVID, you know, they keep the windows open all day long and they have different, everybody has to have like inside shoes and outside shoes and they seem pretty hot on COVID protocol. So I would imagine they're pretty hot on disinfecting and doing the best they can, but it is an open plan nursery. So even though it's got different sections, all the kids are in it together. So you kind of have to imagine that, yeah, you know, coughing, spluttering, he's a toddler, he's going to get sick, which I can handle. But me being sick and him being sick, oh, lordy, it was not fun. Like, if you could have seen me yesterday, you would have been like, Nadia, you are such a baby. (laughs) Because I was feeling so sorry for myself. I think I blubbered, like, twice because I was like, I don't feel very well. Because I just turn into, like, a needy child when I'm poorly. 
and I have to look after a child. So, yeah, if you could have seen me yesterday, you would have laughed. And luckily now we feel better. Oh, I certainly do. So we can laugh about it. But, oh, gosh, I could just do with a couple of weeks of feeling not poorly. That would be really good. Not too much to ask. Surely. Okay, I think I'm going to have to talk about Christmas again. I need your advice. I don't know what to do. Zeke is 20 months. Um, Walking, a little bit of talking, into everything, puts everything in his mouth. He is a full-blown toddler. I am considering not putting up a tree this year because I'm just completely paranoid that he will, one, well, pull it down. He'll want to pull it down. He'll want to pull off all the decorations and he might... I don't think I've got any small decorations that he can choke on, but I just don't know. Um, But at the same time, I love Christmas. It is literally my favourite time of the year. I am a complete Christmas sort of festive freak. Um, I love everything Christmas. I love the movies. I love as soon as the Hallmark Channel turns into the Christmas Channel. I love watching Christmas movies. I love Christmas music. I love the fairy lights, the lights, the tinsels, the glitter. I love the, the, the giving of the presents. I love the love that goes with Christmas. I just love everything about it. And... I want to decorate my house because I love it when it feels festive, but I'm just worried. Last year, he was just crawling, so it really wasn't that much of an issue. But this year, I'm just worried it's going to be an issue. Um, what did you guys do, do with your toddlers? Did you did you put up a tree? Did you put up decorations or or not? And if you did put up decorations, how did you stop the bloody child from pulling everything off? Because one thing I suppose is I could decorate maybe above his height. It's only like a four or five foot tree. But I probably could decorate, like leave the bottom rungs empty. I know it would probably look a bit crap, but it could, that could be one option. I don't particularly want to have to buy a gate. Someone mentioned that I could buy like a gate thing for it and have it like enclosed in a gate. I really don't want to have to do that. But if you do do that and you think it's amazing, let me know. Because I would be willing to buy one if it solves the problem and is job done. Or I could not put one up, which I think would be a shame because it's Christmas. And then the second thing, I thought about putting up the decorations the next time he goes into nursery. And... I was listening to, oh gosh, I think it was somebody on Instagram and they were talking about putting up the decorations and the fact that it's it's become a tradition that they put up the decorations with their children and they put, the, you know, the Christmas music on and they, you know, have loads of fun and they um, put up the decorations as a family. And it, it occurred to me that it never occurred to me to 
include Zeke in the putting up of the decorations. Because when it comes to tasks like that, I think of him as a hindrance, not a help. And that got me thinking about the way that I view my son and perhaps that the fact that I should be more mindful because he's not a hindrance. Far from it, in fact. He's the most wonderful little human that I have ever had the privilege to bear witness to. Um, and I love him more than life itself. So maybe I should be more mindful that actually letting him be a toddler is okay and stop trying to um, expect behaviour that is out of his reach, you know, expect him to to leave the the tree alone or expecting him to be able to help out in a constructive and productive way. Um, that's my issue and that's on me and I'm putting too much pressure on him to be more grown up than he is and so it just is a whole weird thing it just got me really thinking about the way that I see my son and the way that I treat him often subconsciously because he is at that stage where he's you know all he wants to do is make a mess (laughs) and and we're at the stage where I am the only person capable of tidying up that mess sufficiently he doesn't quite understand he helps tidy up he doesn't quite understand that that's something that needs to be done so I'm wondering if perhaps to maybe get out the decorations and give it a try try it see what happens let him have fun with the decorations and obviously let him make a mess or do I just save it for this year and then next year he'll be nearly three so he'll be much more capable of understanding what the situation is do I just save it for next year like I don't know if I'm putting pressure on myself or putting pressure on him I can't work out what I'm doing. So any advice would be gratefully received because I don't want to put pressure on him and I don't want to put pressure on myself. But this seems to be where we're at. So any parents of toddlers, hit me up on my Instagram, please, at Lady Nadia Essex. Let me know what you do with your toddler when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to decorations. And is it a case if you just have to repeat yourself a million times, don't touch the tree, don't touch the tree, don't touch the tree? Is that is that the only thing that works? Or is there some magical command that means that he will learn not to touch the tree? And also, should I get him involved? Um, yeah, and I know I sound really neurotic. And I know you're probably listening thinking, oh my God, Nadia, chill the F out. It's not that big a deal. And it isn't a big deal, but it's also something that if I'm not mindful of now, I don't want to grow up and to be lulled into a full sense of security that this is okay, because it's not. You know, I want to make sure that I'm the best parent that I can be, and he is the best child that he can be, and he's able to be a child at the age that he's at, and me not put pressure on him to behave a, a certain way that's different, if that makes any sense at all. I mean, I know what I mean, but... I'm probably talking absolute gibberish. But anyway, let me know on my Instagram. I need your help because 
I don't call myself the clueless mum for nothing. This podcast is exactly what I am. I'm completely clueless and I need your help. <laughs> so thank you for listening for another week. I'm hoping for a, a fully healthy, wonderful week to come. I'll see you all next week. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, and I will look forward to seeing you next week. And hit me up on my Insta, at Lady Nadia Essex. Let me know your thoughts. Stay safe, my darlings.